Hello, and welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. This is my podcast where I talk about wellness and health and all sorts of things like that. Thank you for tuning in to another episode with me this week. I have been doing a lot of personal episodes lately, and I'm actually kind of loving it. So I'm going to continue doing that for now. I definitely do have some fun guests lined up for the next couple of months as well. And then we'll kind of see after that. I had a bunch of you reach out after my last two episodes. So the one before this was all about the supplements that I take. I did a full review of the daily supplements I'm on, which ones, which brands, how many, why I'm taking them. So if you haven't listened to that, just go and download the episode before this, wherever you're listening. And the one before that, I talked all about the health challenge that I'm doing right now called 7470. And it's basically seven healthy habits for 70 days. And I love how many people actually reached out to me after both of those episodes came out. I was surprised and I am very encouraged by it. There are so many of you who have decided to also do the 7470 challenge, which I think is awesome. And it's just fun. Like it's awesome to talk about it. It's and hear what your habits are and what you've decided is important for you. And that is exactly what the intention behind that challenge is, is that you pick seven healthy habits and you do them for 70 days. And ideally, and I talked all about this in the episode, but ideally some are about fitness and nutrition and lifestyle. And there's kind of a bit of guidelines, but you can still decide what they are and what works for you. And I am still doing it. I I'm finding it hard. I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you. I'm finding it hard. As someone who's done 75 hard twice now, I'm still finding it difficult. I think it's because why do I think it's because? I think it's because it's in the middle of winter right now in Canada. I have a lot on my plate. I'm going to Costa Rica in two months. And so this idea of maintaining this many healthy habits every single day. Is a lot. The last time, the first time I did 75 hard, it was in the spring. So I think I did it from like maybe March, end of March to June or something like that. Then the second time I did it was September to November, end of November. And so these challenges or these, whatever you want to call it, are like, I don't want to say they're weather dependent, but it actually makes a massive difference. And it's not just like the rain. I'm on the West Coast, so it rains a lot. It's not just that. It's like, it is so dark all of the time. And to get up and go to your workout, go to a 6 a.m. class, go to a 7 a.m. spin class, go out for a walk, like, man, this is really taking dedication from me. Yeah. And then it's dark early, right? Like it's dark by 4.30. It's dark by five o'clock. So I just want to be in bed. <laughs> like I just want to binge watch terrible TV and call it a night, but I'm not. And I, you know, sometimes I do, I'm not going to lie, but I'm still sticking to it. And I love that you are sticking to it as well. So I posted once about it on Instagram. I'm going to post about it again, just because I think we need to talk about it and I want to remind people about it and I'm going to produce more content about it as well. 
So today's episode is a question and answer. I've just kind of been collecting some questions I've been getting from Instagram, basically screenshotting them, and I'm going to answer them for you. It's, yeah, like I said, super casual, and I'm just here to help you on your health journey and share my wisdom and experience <laughs> as much or as little wisdom as I have at this point in life. A quick shout out to the partners of this week, Silver Biotics. I actually talked about them last week. So this is really powerful stuff. They use the mineral silver to basically kill off any bad bacteria. So bad microbes and bad is such a funny word, but like essentially harmful, I guess is a better word. Yeah. Harmful microbes, viruses, things like that. So I have the cream that I use on my skin and the gel. And then I also have the supplement that I take. And the moment I feel any type of sickness come on, like a little phlegm in the morning, a little cough, a little runny nose, anything, I increase my silver intake for sure. It's part of my immune medicine cabinet, let's call it. That's all natural mostly. And so I, I really do love taking this and it's really good to have on hand for these very reasons. And a shout out to Bioptimizers. I'm taking their magnesium right now. I'm taking it at night. I actually don't know if I talked about this last week on my podcast. I think I did, but Magnesium is super important. It's involved in so many different functions in the body. And as somebody who tries to reduce my stress, <laughs> I I really do want to do that in a holistic, natural way. And magnesium really helps for that. We don't get enough of it from our food. And the one from Bioptimizers has seven different types of magnesium in it, which is exactly why I take it. It's full spectrum and the people behind it are fantastic. And I really respect this company and love this company. And honestly, I think I've been using Bioptimizers products maybe for two years. It's been a long time at this point. So I love them, love their digestive enzymes, love their probiotics and their collagen powder as well. It's also great. And last but not least, spermidine. I posted a video about this and the responses are always so interesting with spermidine. I really love spermidine. I think it is one of the most biohacker supplements on the market because it targets autophagy and longevity. And this is a, it's a step beyond wellness, let's say, because people who understand autophagy, which is cellular renewal, the process of that basically know how important it is to our health. And so if we can take a supplement that essentially activates that and gets that to happen more often, which means that we have new, cleaner cells daily compared to like old, more sluggish ones that aren't performing optimally. Like it just makes sense to take a supplement that's going to do that. So autophagy in itself has a ton of research behind it. Spermidine does as well. I take it from Spermidine Life. This is the only company I've actually ever taken Spermidine from. It's fantastic. They are the best and I just love it. It also helps with like hair, nail and skin growth. I guess not skin growth, skin renewal as a byproduct of supporting autophagy in the body. So I probably will be taking Spermidine for I don't know, a very long time. I, I don't see myself stopping any soon. I actually take the extra one as well. So if you're ever curious about what I take, it's like extra plus and it's got 1300 milligrams of spermidine in it. And all of this is linked to my shop page. 
by the way, go click the links. The discount codes are there for you. It's really easy. I, to be honest, like when it comes to biohacking companies, I think I have a discount code or a link for, I would, I don't want to say majority, but it might be majority of companies now, or at least a lot of them. Let's say a lot of them. So reach out if you're ever looking for something like that, and I can point you in the right direction and help you out as well. Okay. Let's get into this episode. What to start with? Oh my gosh. I posted an Instagram story asking like, what's in your morning routine? And I got a ton of responses. Sometimes, you know, Instagram is so funny like that. I think like 2,500 people viewed that story. And it was a photo of a piece of paper that I wrote morning routine on. Okay. And I don't even know what my caption was. It was so simple. It was like, what should I add to this? Or like, what's in your morning routine? So basic. I got like a bajillion replies. So it was very, very interesting seeing what people say and what people do. And that's one of the questions that I got from everybody was like, please tell me what your morning routine is. I want to know, post it, share it, go through it. Tell me what you're doing. And I will tell you where this came from. So I listened to a podcast. I'm not going to name names because, yeah, just not for this instance. But I listened to a podcast and this guy was talking about his morning routine last week. And he's we're kind of in the same circles a little bit. I've never met him in person. But anyway, and he was talking about his morning routine. And it was so elaborate. Okay. I'm an elaborate person. I'm a biohacker. That kind of means you're elaborate by nature. When I tell you that this morning routine was absurd. And I don't have kids. Like I could probably pull off a morning routine like this, like his, but in no way do I want to. <laughs> like it was, I think it was three hours. It was just insane. It was totally insane. And I mean, good for him. I don't know. Great. I hope it sets him up for the day and and he loves it. But that really got me thinking about my morning routine. And in the last couple of months, I've been feeling very all over the place in the mornings. Like I wake up and I'm like, okay, what do I need to do first? Oh, what's my workout today? Am I going for a walk right now? Am I going to a studio? Am I going to the gym? What am I doing? And then I was like, no, I need to sit down, write down a morning routine and follow my steps. Yes. So I wrote out some steps. I wrote out some ideas and I'll tell you where I'm at right now with it. I think the thing with the morning routine is that it it always changes. It changes with the seasons. And I think that's fine. We don't need to be like super dogmatic about everything, you know? So this is what I'm doing right now. I'm looking at it and I wrote it out because I'm the type of person who writes out things on pieces of paper and sticks it on the walls in my bathroom. Because when I do stuff like that, that actually means that I will do it every single day and not forget. And it also is a very like manifestation vision board type of thing. Like if I see it, I do it. It ends up being my life. So that's what I did with this. And I suggest people do that. Like it, it's a very effective yet simple tool for like maintaining healthy habits. So the first thing on my morning routine, obviously I get out of bed. Obviously I go to the bathroom. Like let's get the natural bodily functions out of the way. The first thing I do is I tongue scrape. So this is an Ayurvedic practice. Essentially tongue scraping is like a metal piece of wire, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's just a piece of metal. It's in the shape of a U 
and you stick out your tongue and you look in the mirror and you scrape your tongue with this piece of metal. Typically, the metal is made out of copper or aluminum or silver even. And essentially, this is getting rid of all of the harmful, bad bacteria and microbes that have collected on your tongue overnight. When we don't do this and say we go and wake up and we drink water right away, we're basically just swallowing all of that stuff that is collected on our tongue from sleeping or yeah, after you brush your teeth the night before for eight, 10 hours, whatever amount of time that it's been. So I scrape off my tongue. It also gets rid of any bad breath, any morning breath whatsoever. So I do suggest that you do this if you have a lot of bad breath or anything like that. So scrape it off, get rid of it. Yeah. And I think I've been tongue scraping. I've talked about it before. I think I've been tongue scraping for maybe six years. It's been a long time. It's been a long time because what happens is once you start tongue scraping, you can't stop because it's such an easy habit. When I tell you it takes 15 seconds, maybe 30 seconds, I'm not kidding. And these tongue scrapers are like, eight bucks. Okay. They're so cheap. So it's like, it is the least resistance healthy habit that you could possibly do that has such a big, big impact on your health. As I think I've talked about as well, like I did my Viome test and I, it showed that I had cavity causing microbes And this is one of my scores on my Viome test that I had to work on. So Viome has a gut intelligence test. They also have a health intelligence test. And this includes testing your aura microbiome. And one of the things was like working on this. And so part of what I'm doing to kind of mitigate that is continue to tongue scrape, but also flossing more and some other things. So yeah, it's just important. And I, yeah, it takes 30 seconds. It's so easy. It's so easy. And trust me, once you start doing it, you will never not do it because you'll realize how nice it is to have a clean tongue with nothing on it without having to brush your teeth or anything like that. Okay. Then I clean my face. I am going to do an updated skin routine, I think. So we'll just kind of like zip that in the butt for now. I don't use any type of cleansers in the morning. Oh my gosh, people are going to come at me, but I just use water. And I know, and I, you know, the worst part is, as I'm saying this out loud, the worst part is, is that I don't even have a filter on the taps in my sinks, in my apartment. Like I have filters on the showers, I have filters on the water that I drink, but I don't on my sinks and it's kind of driving me nuts. So anyway, I splashed my face with water and that's basically it. And then I will put on a serum for the day. Again, I'm not going to get into the different serums I'm using right now. And then I put on my red light therapy face mask. This is new. Okay. This step is new. I've had a red light therapy face mask from higher dose, probably for mm, six months, maybe. And I have never, ever used it every single day, ever. And I I want to, I want to see what the results are because I feel like with red light therapy, the benefits are, they really do come when you use it every day for 10 minutes, 20 minutes. So that's what I'm doing. I put the red light therapy face mask on my face. I set the timer for 10 minutes. I only do 10 minutes 
Because listen, I'm not trying to break records here, okay? I just want an easy, straightforward morning routine. I'm barely awake in the mornings, okay? And so the, that's 10 minutes does it for me. So I put it on, on top of the serum, helps the serum penetrate into the skin. And then I look ridiculous at this point. I, you guys, I can't even explain to you how ridiculous I look. I take my glasses because I have terrible vision and I put them on top of the red light therapy face mask. You should come to my apartment at 630 in the morning. I like, it's a terrible, it is a terrible look. I'm still in my pajamas. I'm barely awake, but I don't want to put on my contacts that early because I don't think that's great for your eyes. And I'm trying to wear my contacts less and less. So that's the situation right now. So me, red light therapy face mask on, glasses on top, serum, hair's a mess, pajamas. This is reality. Okay. This is reality. So, and then I stretch for those 10 minutes. So this I have to be a little careful for because I can't necessarily look down because my glasses will fall off. So I, it's typically like standing up stretching. I stretch my legs. I stretch, stretch my quads, my hamstrings, my calves. I do my back. My back is very, very tight. So I do my back. I do my chest. I do my neck every, everywhere. And I just kind of do like a full body stretch, lots of yawning, lots of like just waking up the muscles and the limbs and moving the body. At the same time I'm doing this or like within this 10 minutes, I will have a glass of water and I'll be drinking this water before any coffee. In the glass of water, I add baking soda and I use gray sea salt. So it's basically like salt and soda is what they call it. I use the gray sea salt because sea salt is higher, has a higher amount of minerals in it other than sodium compared to traditional table salt. So it's much healthier for you. And it's really important to actually be getting those other minerals like iodine, magnesium, potassium, whatever else it is. So it's really important. So I take that. And the reason that you have it first thing in the morning is it really does support your adrenal glands. So it helps wake up the body and helps energize you without this like shot of caffeine to the body right away. And you know what? I actually noticed a difference. Yeah, I definitely noticed a difference in my mood before the glass of water and after the glass of water. The baking soda is to help alkalinize the body. I know Ben Greenfield does this. I'm curious how much baking soda he actually adds. I add a really small amount, nothing groundbreaking. So there's a lot that you can do and there's a lot you can add to your water. But for me, this is what works best. And like I was saying, I definitely noticed a difference before and after. I like supporting my adrenals. I like the, yeah, I just like all of it. I think the hydration helps as well. Something I've noticed in myself is that when my hydration is lacking, I definitely feel more fatigued and irritated. <laughs> so it's something that I'm trying to just be on top of more. And obviously with 7470, one of my healthy habits is a gallon of water a day. A gallon? Woo, that's a lot. So I am definitely trying to get as much water in as possible. So I will be drinking this water. I will be doing my stretches, red light therapy face mask on from higher dose. Yes, I have a discount for that and a code. It's linked on my website. So go for it. And yeah, that's kind of what, what that looks like. 
I kid you not when I say that I use the mineral silver every single day. I love to sauna just like a typical biohacker and I love to go to the steam room and I am very concerned about the bacteria in some of these places. I have kind of been dealing with this rash on my legs that kind of comes and goes. I've you know talked about this on my podcast before and Silver actually helps so much with this because it breaks down and kills any bad bacteria, viruses, microbes, anything on the surface. I use the cream and the gel from Silver Biotics to help my skin for this very reason. But it's not just for rashes. People use silver for ear infections, taking it as a supplement, using it as a mouthwash, using it for toe fungus, anything like that where there's like some bad microbes that need to basically be, you know, died and killed off in order for the other ones, the good ones to survive. So that's what silver does. I love taking it and I honestly use it every single day. Silver Biotics also makes a fantastic supplement, liquid supplement, where you can take a teaspoon to a tablespoon a day and it really boosts your immune system in this way. Make sure you check them out. They are linked on the shop page on my website at biohackingbrittany.com and use my discount code with them, biohackingbrittany, to get a discount on all of their products, the cream, the gel. They also have a toothpaste the supplement, all of it. That is linked on my website and in the show notes of this podcast. And my discount code is biohackingbrittany. I will also be putting a podcast on at this same time. Now, let me tell you how I handle my phone, okay? I actually have it in front of me. I'm going to pull up my settings. I am crazy when it comes to my notifications on my phone. I do not like to be notified about anything, okay? Anything. I If I want to go on Instagram, if I want to find out if someone has messaged me on Instagram, let's say, I will open up the app and find out. I don't need you to tell me. I don't need to be like sitting having dinner and my phone goes off every five seconds with a message from Instagram. I don't know. I don't think so. Like I... All of my notifications are basically turned off. There's, I would say there's a handful of apps that I allow. But more than that, I actually limit the hours that I can use different apps on my phone. So I'm going to tell you exactly how to do this. Now, this is only for iPhone. I've ne- <laughs> I don't have an Android. I've never had an Android. So, okay. And I do this because I need balance and I need privacy and I need to be offline more. And I've been doing this for a long time, a long, long, long time. So let me tell you how I have my phone set up. And it's important because in the morning, like I said, I like to listen to a podcast while I am doing my stretches and that type of thing, but I don't want messages coming through. I don't want to look at emails. I don't want like nothing. You know what I mean? Like I, nothing. So this is how I have it set up. So if you go to your settings on your iPhone and you go to screen and you click downtime. This is what I have set up. It says during downtime, only apps that you choose to allow and phone calls will be available. So mine is set for every single day and it's from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. So basically what that means, that means that from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. the next day, 
all of the apps, unless I say otherwise, are like basically locked on my phone. And you can override them, right? Like you can click the app and you can click, it It will ask you, like it will, it'll come up and it'll basically say that it's locked and it'll say like, I forget what it says, but it's like, do you want to override this? And you can click one minute, 15 minutes or the entire day. So it's very easy to override it, but it still is an extra step further than just like clicking and having access to everything. So that's what I do. So I basically have everything lock at 8 p.m. Honestly, 8 p.m. is even late. Like I think it used to be 7 to 7. So I might change it from 7 p.m. to 8 a.m. Maybe I'll just do that right now as I'm saying this. There you go. Changed it. 7 p.m. to 8 a.m. And then when you go under screen time in the same place, you can click app limits. Oh, sorry. No, not app limits. Um, always allowed. And these are the apps that are always allowed, which means that downtime does not apply to them. So I have podcasts because like I wake up at 5 a.m. I want to be able to access podcasts. I have FaceTime because I have international family and they will FaceTime me. So I always want those calls to come through and like my phone calls as well. I have natural cycles allowed because I put my temperature in at nighttime when I go to bed of my temperature that morning, which is how I track my menstrual cycle. And I have Spotify and a white noise app as well. And that's it. That's it. And I actually just recently removed messages from that because before I would wake up, I would take my phone off of airplane mode and all my messages would come through. And because I have so much family on the East Coast who are three hours ahead, I would get a bunch of messages. But now I've added messages to that. So this means I wake up, I turn my phone off of airplane mode and nothing comes through. There's no messages. There's no notifications. There's nothing. It's just my phone and every app is locked except for those few. And, you know, there is a sense of discipline here because like I said, you can override it, but it's still a hurdle. It's still reminding, it reminds you every single time, like it's in your face that, Hey, you don't want to have access to this right now. Like, why are you overriding this? So that's what I do. I put a podcast on. I listen to a bunch of different podcasts. I mean, we're really getting into the details here, but I will just like list off some of my podcasts I'm subscri- subscribed to shows. I think this is in alphabetical order. Yeah, it is. Okay. Almost 30, Beauty and the Biohacker. Those are my two girlfriends. Big Kid Problems, Ben Greedfield Life, Creator Club, Hello 7 Podcast, Kid Carson, Levels, like and describe. That's YouTube's podcast. To be honest, I haven't listened to that one yet. PCOS Diva podcast. I don't really listen to that one, but I'm still subscribed to it. Pillow Buddy. That's Peloton's podcast. Something Was Wrong. That's a true crime podcast. I don't like the season they're currently doing right now, so I'm not listening to it, but I'm I'm still subscribed. Stuff You Should Know, Superwoman Wellness, Goop, the Holistic OBGYN. That is a fantastic podcast. The Human Upgrade with Dave Asprey. The Lifestylist, Model Health Show, Rachel Varga Podcast, Today Explained, Wealthy, Worthy, and Wild. So those are like, how many shows is that? 20, 25 maybe? I don't know, something like that. Honestly, I I don't know if that's normal. I have no idea how many podcasts people are usually, usually subscribed to, but that's basically all I listen to. And so, yeah, so I put that on while I am doing my red light face mask. 
serum, water, stretching, and podcast. So it kind of all happens at once within 10, 15 minutes. So after my red light face mask is done, I'll take it off. I'll stop stretching. And usually by this time, I'm ready to make coffee. I will add on a moisturizer to my face or a face oil. And then I will add, I will go make coffee. I have a automatic espresso coffee machine. (laughs) It's linked in my Amazon storefront. I was very picky about the coffee machine upgrade we decided to do. When I tell you that I looked at so many I really did because before this we had a we had like this old school I don't even know what it's called. It's basically like a it looks like a massive teapot and you plug it into the wall and you like add the coffee like ground coffee into it with hot water and the whole thing's metal. So this time when I was looking at a coffee machine I had very specific things that I had to hit. So no plastic. I had to be able to choose the coffee beans because I wanted organic. I had to be able to have an option for decaf. And I wanted to just, yeah, be able to have it automatic. I didn't want to do manual because the last thing I want to do in the morning is spend time making coffee, to be honest. like, And I know some people are just so... You know, it's like a whole process for them and they like, they're just so, they love it. And they're the, they're like their own little baristas in the morning. That's not me. I want to push a button and be done. <laughs> there are so many things in life that I think are better done manual, but making coffee in the morning, no, no, uh-uh. That, the machine can do it. So this machine, it's linked to my Amazon storefront for Canada and for worldwide U.S., you know, everywhere. It does everything. It does lattes. It does flat whites. It does all of the things. And it's fantastic. I control what milk I use if I add milk. So right now I'm drinking macadamia milk. So I use that. I use organic coffee beans. There is a part for like a single dose. So you can use decaf. So you can have the full, the coffee machine filled with coffee beans. But if you're like, oh, I'm switching to decaf for today, you can still use decaf and not have to take all of the beans out or use all of them before adding decaf beans in. Like There's a separate container. And that was really important to me. And I just wanted to be mindful of heating up plastic. So yeah, it's metal. There are plastic parts on it, but nothing that is hot is plastic. And Yeah. And so I looked at a bunch of different ones. I looked at like the ones that you put the pods in, like the Nespresso machines. I looked at Smeg. I looked at all types of things, but this made the most sense in terms of what I was thinking versus for like being healthy. You do have to descale it quite often. I would say like once every three weeks, you buy like this descaler and it's actually important because you want to prevent rust and you want to prevent mold. So you just have to be kind of on top of the cleaning of it, but it basically cleans itself. So it's fantastic. It's not cheap. <laughs> it's not I, like, I'm not going to lie about it. I think it was like $1,500 or something. Maybe tw- it's, I think it's 1200 now that's Canadian. So it would be less if you're in the U S but it is a hundred percent worth it. A hundred percent worth it. So go take a look at it. Look at it. It's on my Amazon. It's white. I got the white one to match my kitchen. Comes in black, comes in a bunch of different colors, I think. 
If you're looking for the newest cutting edge products to push your brain and body to the outer limits of what's possible, then you should stop what you're doing and check out Newtopia, the most powerful bespoke nootropics on the market today. These nootropic stacks are taking the industry by storm because they're safe, legal, and highly effective. You see, every stack was formulated by a man who's the most advanced brain chemist and nootropics formulator alive today. Woo, that's impressive. Even better, every formula is customized for you based on your strengths, weaknesses, and goals, so you get exactly what you need. Taking the right formulas at the right times can help you focus intensely, block out distractions, reduce stress and anxiety, enhance your creativity, boost your memory, and a whole lot more. You'll be amazed how quickly they work. Within 15 to 30 minutes, you should begin to feel and notice the mental effects. Oh, and here's the best part. These formulas come with a full one-year guarantee, so there's zero risk to you to try them for yourself. So here's the deal. If you feel like you're not fully maximizing your potential, both personally and professionally, then you owe it to yourself to try Newtopia's formulas. Simply go to www.newtopia.com slash Brittany and use discount code biohackingbrittany to get 10% off. That's www.newtopia.com slash Brittany and use my discount code. Guys, I use this every single day and it's been a game changer. So enjoy. And I hope these really do help you focus and get all of your work done. And yeah, so I'll make my coffee and do my rest of my skincare and then I get dressed. I have to get dressed because if I stay in my pajamas all day, the amount of work I get done is a fraction of what I normally do. So I get dressed and then I exercise. And this exercise is the last part of my morning routine. I will either go to a spin class downtown Vancouver or I will go to a Ligree class, which is like basically more intense reformer Pilates. I will go to the gym. I will potentially go to the steam room. I will take my dog for a walk, you know, anything like that. It's, yeah, I kind of have a weekly workout schedule right now I'm trying to follow. And again, I'm doing seven for 70. So I have to do two workouts a day. And I always, always try to do one in the morning because if you don't do one in the morning or if like, even if you're doing 75 hard, same thing, it's two workouts a day. If you don't do one first thing in the morning, trying to fit two separate 45 minute workouts in later on in the day is a brutal, it is so brutal unless it's planned previously, like you're going to do a 90 minute hike or something like, unless it's planned, man. So it's just like, get it done. And that's what I do. And that's essentially my morning routine. So no texting, no social media, no work until 8am or until all of that is done. So say I get up at five, I do it and I'm like done by 6.30 or so, maybe seven, then I'll start working at seven. I'm totally fine with that. Like I don't have this dogmatic way of thinking like I can only open my laptop at 8 a.m. It's not that. It's just these are the things I want to do before I start working and start my day. I think there are there is definitely room in my morning routine for mindfulness and gratitude. I don't have it in there right now. It doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. It doesn't mean it's not important. 
I find personally gratitude is something that I do at night. My partner and I have talked about this on previous episodes. We have a gratitude practice we do every single night and we've been doing this for, I don't know, four years or something like that. Long time. A long time. And that's kind of how I like to do gratitude, but everyone's different. So you could journal, do whatever you want. Depends what your priorities are. So that is my morning routine right now. I love so many of you sent me your morning routines and I, I appreciate that. And I'm, I love to see how many of you are prioritizing gratitude. Actually, that was one of the most common answers was like some form of gratitude in the morning. What I also loved, someone wrote, I forgot who it was, but someone wrote that they, I don't know if they write it down or they say it out loud, but they will say how exactly they want their day to go that day if it was going to be like 100% in their favor and like what they want. You know, like, I mean, I don't know. They didn't give me an example, but I'm assuming it would be something like, I wake up and I go to the gym and I crush my workout and then I come back and I make a really healthy breakfast. And then I go to this meeting that I've been preparing for and I do very well in my presentation and I feel good in my body today. Like just a very positive outlook on how the day is going to go. And they just kind of go through their day and be like, okay, if this is going to be the best day possible, knowing my circumstances, what are the ideal outcomes today? And I really love that. So I think there's a lot of room for positivity and I think there's a lot of room for confidence and manifestation. So yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at right now in terms of my morning routine. I think it's going to change and I think it I think it always changes as time goes on. So message me your morning routine if you haven't already. I'm curious. I'm very, very curious what yours is. Okay, let's get some do some more questions. That was such a long answer. I gave you all of the details. Okay, so this person writes in. She is doing the 7 for 70 challenge. Congratulations. Way to go. Keep up all of the hard work. So she is asking me a bunch of questions about my nutrition and my food. So for those who don't know, I am a registered holistic nutritionist. I've been like I don't know. I don't want to be like identified with a diet, but I've been like paleo basically since, I don't know, 16 years. No, not 16 years. Wow. 12 years maybe. And just been super into nutrition. So she said, do you weigh your food? Do you eat fruit in the evening? What is a typical breakfast, lunch, and dinner? What kind of starches are okay? What time do you have breakfast and dinner? Woof. Many questions. Okay, let me try to get to a few of these. Do I weigh my food? Absolutely not. (laughs) Maybe I should. No, I don't think that weighing food for me would be great for my mental health. Now, as I said earlier, like I've been into nutrition since I was a teenager. I'm 29 now. And I really started getting into natural health. I think I was about 17. And I don't think that counting calories or weighing my food would be great for my mental health. And yeah, I guess my concern would be that I would become very obsessed and I would become very nitpicky and it would actually catapult me into an eating disorder to be honest. 
Like I, I just think I'm not saying it would, but I'm just saying I I feel like when you are that on top of it, like what's the what's the eating disorder I'm thinking of? Okay, so the one that I'm talking about is called orthorexia. So I think that it would trigger that for me. Orthorexia is basically where you the more research you do into food and nutrition, the more you think that basically all foods are bad for you and you kind of just like limit and restrict more and more on what you can and can't eat to the point where it's like you're obsessed and if you have one french fry it's you know causes you to spiral into depression anxiety it's very stressful for you and so i think that for me i would be concerned that weighing my food may trigger something like that because it's just too controlling for me that it would just backfire. So I personally don't weigh my food. I know a lot of people do, I guess. I know a lot of, I think a lot of people actually in the fitness industry do, like the in the gym world, you know, looking at macros, weighing. I don't think it's a I don't think it's a holistic way to look at your food and nutrition. And so I I don't think I would ever recommend that to anybody. I also don't recommend counting calories. I also don't recommend counting macros because for these very, very same reasons. Okay, do you eat fruit in the evening? I have never really thought about it. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes I will. I understand where you're coming from. I'm sure this is a, you're concerned about sugar and carbs at night. I probably have one to two servings of fruit a day. Most days, yeah, that's probably accurate. I think I eat an apple a day and it'll, it will be during the day. I So I'm not really super concerned about this type of thing. I think if fruit is your healthy dessert, I think I can understand that. Like I think I can understand having dinner and then having fruit after. I think that's fine. There's so many different ways to look at this. Some people are like some people say you should have carbohydrates at night because it's better for metabolism and it helps you sleep better and it's better for hormones and mood. And in the morning you should wake up and have fat and protein or fast and then have fat and protein and then have carbs at night. So if you do that, fruit would fit into that picture. There's people who, who say that fruit has a lot of sugar in it, which it does. It has a lot of fructose in it and it raises insulin levels, which it does. And so it might not actually be great to have a lot of it. I think that for me personally, I limit fruit to one to two servings a day. I don't eat a lot of fruit outside of that because of the sugar content. I just don't think it's great to, I can't, I just don't think it's great to like raise the blood sugar that rapidly, that quickly. Obviously some fruits are better than others. Like most berries are fine and much better. So my, I like, like I said, I'll have an apple with my apple. I will either have like peanut butter or cashew butter. That's like all natural. So the fat and the protein that are in those butters actually help reduce the insulin and glucose spike that comes from that apple. So I kind of like balance my snack like that. And that's so common. Like I see that everywhere. And I think that's a great way to do it. With berries, like sometimes I'll add berries to yogurt with grain-free granola. So same thing. Yogurt has healthy fat in it. The berries are pretty low carb, low sugar anyway. And then grain-free granola is typically like seeds and nuts. And so again, there's fat and protein in there. So it's kind of balancing all out. 
So I would suggest for you, if you're going to have fruit, think about the type of fruit that you're having. Blueberries, blackberries, strawberries, raspberries are always going to be kind of the best. And they also are rich in antioxidants. Try get organic if you can. You could also do something like green bananas. Green bananas are lower in sugar than yellow bananas, and they have more prebiotic fiber in them, I guess. So they're actually really good for you. So green bananas, I used to eat those way more than I do right now, but those can be great as well. I mean, I guess that's all I would say. I would say think about how many servings you're having and just try and balance it out with fat and protein. As a biohacker and somebody who is just super into health, especially on a cellular level, I really, really value autophagy. And there's different ways to trigger autophagy, like fasting. But as someone who, you know, is very wary of her hormones and menstrual cycle right now, fasting every single day isn't something I am currently looking at doing. However, you can trigger autophagy through taking spermidine. So I take spermidine from a company called Spermidine Life. I talk about them on my social media as well. And essentially, I take two of their supplements every single day. Autophagy is the cellular renewal process that happens. And when you take spermidine, you are helping to trigger this to happen more often and more frequently. And so basically, you are getting healthier, more active, cleaner cells, and kind of killing off and getting rid of the ones that are sluggish and old. And we really, really do want to help this process and let it happen more naturally in the body, but we can also support it through taking spermidine. This process decreases as we age. So it actually gets more and more important that we, you know, bring in things like a spermidine supplement to support it. You also notice a difference about two to three months after taking spermidine every single day in your hair, skin, and nails. It has made my hair grow. My nails are so long right now. Seriously, they are so long and it really helps you have glowing, healthy skin. So it helps with longevity. It helps with cleaning up your cells and it helps with all of the beauty things that we all care about. You can try spermidine. I suggest it. They even have a subscription. So you just sign up for a subscription and then you don't even have to think about it. It just gets delivered to your house. Isn't that so easy and smart? I take their current one that's called Extra Plus. This has 1,300 milligrams of Selvio wheat germ extract in it, which is the spermidine. You can go to my website, www.biohackingbrittany.com, go to my shop page and click to Spermidine Life right there. Use my link, use my discount code, which is Brittany in all capitals, and you will get a discount on everything. They even have powder forms you can add to water. They have stronger forms, which I'm taking right now, or you can take the basic formula. There's lots of different options for you. And it will be linked in the show notes of this podcast episode as well. So go right now, try Spermidine Life if you want to enhance your autophagy, support your longevity, and also get some hair, nails, and skin benefits. What time do you have breakfast and dinner? Yeah, this is a good question. So I am not hungry when I wake up in the morning. I will do this morning routine. And when I go to my fitness classes, to be honest, like I sometimes I am in a fasted state. 
Most of the time, I would say I'm not. I will have coffee and I'll add like macadamia milk to it right now. Sometimes I will take a pre-workout supplement, which obviously will take you out of ketosis. And sometimes I will fast. So sometimes I'll just do water and black coffee and then go to my workout. Depends, honestly, depends where I am in my menstrual cycle. But that is what I suggest. And then, you know, in terms of timing of food, so typically after I exercise, I will eat afterwards within an hour, let's say, of that exercise. So when I wake up, I probably eat within three hours, the first three hours, there'll be some sort of calories in there somehow. And that's, I'm not super strict on that. And then dinner, I really like to have dinner around like seven, seven thirty. And I like to, and I'm going to bed really early right now, guys. Like I'm not a hero. (laughs) I try to get up at five. And when you get up at five, you go to bed so early the night before because you need that eight hours. So, you know, you have to do the math. So I like to, I don't know, stop eating around 7.30 maybe. Give myself an hour. I like watch Netflix at night. I, I don't have, I'm not on my phone this is my time with my partner. He makes me watch stupid things that he likes, but it's fine. And yeah, it's like kind of our downtime that we have together. And then I read in bed. Why, like, why are we low key getting into my nighttime routine? I don't know. But yeah, so I, 7.30, this definitely changes with the seasons in the summer in, on the West coast, it is bright until 10 PM in July, like June, July, August. So it's way later. Like we'll have dinner at 9 p.m. And I actually work way later days as well in the summer. Yeah. So that's kind of what the routine looks like right now. And that's my timing of my meals. And yeah, I mean, I know you asked some other things, but I think we're going to move on to the next question because I want to be able to get to other people. So this is the last question I'm doing. (laughs) Sometimes, So I have an aura ring. And I've had an aura ring since 2019. I won my aura ring in an Instagram contest, okay, from Dave Asprey, of all people. And he shipped me an aura ring to New Zealand. I was living in New Zealand at the time. And I was like in love. It totally changed things for me, okay? Totally changed how I viewed sleep, how I viewed alcohol, the things that I was doing. Like it was a game changer was getting that aura ring. And yeah, it, it was fantastic. And I recommend aura rings. And listen, yeah, I have a discount code. Of course I do. If you want it, let me know. But here's the thing. Let me read this question to you. I've had my eye on the aura ring for a while, and I'm interested in the temperature monitoring menstrual cycle tracking. Would also love if you could do an episode about the aura ring. What do you think? Okay. So I started with that caveat because. I'm going to, I don't want to low key roast aura, but I'm just going to be honest. Okay. So I love aura ring. I think it's fantastic. I love aura in general. I think it's fantastic for sleep tracking. I think their heart data is very, very interesting. I love looking at my HRV. I love looking at my heart rate, REM sleep, deep sleep, all of the new things that they've come out with. I have the new one. I got a new one in December. Oh, maybe it was December last year. 
Hmm. I got a new one. I have a gold one. It's fantastic. So recently, Aura Ring and Natural Cycles partnered up. I don't know, maybe four months ago, something like that. And I have been using Natural Cycles app as my birth control method since like, oh my gosh, a long time. Again, three years or more, maybe something like that. And I love it. So, you know, you take your temperature in the morning with an oral thermometer, you put it into the app. The app basically predicts when you're going to ovulate, predicts when your period's coming based off of data and your previous data. The more you use it, the more accurate it gets. And it gives you cycle statistics as well. And it's fantastic for looking over the years at your cycle, how it's changed. When you start to try to conceive, you can see typically I ovulate on this time and I actually have this many cycles a year. And it's just data, right? You're just quantifying yourself. And I think it's fantastic. So when I hear about these people, these companies coming together, I'm thinking, wow, this is going to be amazing. Okay. I am so stoked for this. This is the partnership we were waiting for. Aura obviously is trying to get more females on board. It's a very female forward thing to do is to partner with a female biological tracking company. Okay. I love femtech, whatever they call it, female tech. I think it's fantastic. I think there needs to be more companies that focus on female health. So I I was all over this. I was all for this. And so obviously I sign up day one. (sighs) Unfortunately, it was basically downhill from there for multiple reasons. And who knows if anyone from Aura will ever listen to this podcast episode. (laughs) Yeah. So essentially what happened is I started trusting Aura to track my temperature and sync it with the Natural Cycles app, which means that I stopped taking my temperature with the thermometer for the first time in over three years because the ring tracks your temperature. So it should be fine, right? Like, why do you need to do this extra step if the ring is already doing it for you and it's going to sync and it's going to be fine? Yeah. (laughs) The biggest thing that happened, I guess, is that... The temperature tracker on the Aura Ring is not accurate enough to actually predict ovulation and predict when your period is coming compared to taking your temperature via thermometer orally. And I didn't know that. Like, I I didn't know that. And when, so I did this for multiple cycles, okay, last year, because I was like, oh, I'm going to test it out. It's going to be fine. I got my period. And I had no idea my period was coming. That is the first time that has ever happened to me since using this app, since using the rhythm method. I had no idea that it was coming, okay? I was so angry because, again, usually the app is so, natural cycles is so accurate. It's like, hey, I think you ovulated around here. I think your period's coming around here, just so you know. None of that happened. So I was completely blindsided. And I don't have a regular cycle, right? So even though I haven't had a regular cycle, when I've used natural cycle for natural cycles for years, it still told me, hey, we think you ovulated because look, your temperature has gone up at ovulation. Now you woke up this morning, you took your temperature, it's dropped. We think your period's here or it's coming, et cetera. And that was just not the case. Just didn't work. It didn't work. I personally don't think that 
if you're serious about tracking your cycle, I personally would not use the aura ring to track your cycle. I think their intentions are great. I think that, again, it's awesome that they're investing in female health. I just don't think the temperature tracker on the aura ring is accurate enough to detect a tiny change in your temperature that is actually indicative of you ovulating or menstruating. So I know I don't recommend people do this. That's my hot take slash unpopular opinion. That's fine. And I don't plan on ever using them together again. And now I'm back to using the apps separately. The other thing that I will say that I don't like that happened with Wara is that I emailed them and I said, hey, this is the situation. I Exactly what I just said. And it was so difficult to unlink the apps. I thought I'd be able to go into natural cycles and unlink it or a ring and unlink them from communicating between each other. Not the case. I had to write in. I had to explain why I didn't want them linked anymore. They had to do it for me. It was this whole process. And that sketched me out so badly. I, I, I just don't, mm, I don't trust it. I don't like that. I don't like that you suggested I do this thing that you thought would be better for my cycle and my health. And so I did it. And now me as the consumer, actually, I don't agree with you and I don't want it linked anymore. I don't want you both having access to my data on each app. And the only way for me to stop from you guys like being linked and communicating the data between you is for me to complain and write in. I don't like that. I think it's a red flag. And I was really disappointed to see that. So no, I won't be linking them again. No, I don't recommend people do it. I think if you are somebody who is serious about preventing pregnancy or planning pregnancy, I don't see how it would be effective enough for you to use. When for natural cycles, like when you take your temperature via thermometer, the difference in the temperature is so small that it matters, right? Like your oral temperature. So when you ovulate, your temperature increases. And then when you have your period, the morning of your temperature decreases. And it's such a a fraction of difference in the temperature, but natural cycles knows this and it knows your temperatures and knows your rhythms. Whereas the aura ring is detecting your temperature outside of your body on your finger. And so it's just not accurate enough. So yeah, that's my unpopular opinion. I, I see people doing it. I mean, go for it. I like. I don't think. I think you can do what's best for you. But again, I think if you're serious about tracking your menstrual cycle like this, I wouldn't do it. I think what's happening is that I think Aura is great at sleep. I think Natural Cycles is obviously great at menstrual cycles. And when these brands try to kind of go out of their lane and be more than what they are known for and what their science says and what they're backed by, what their customers are saying. It's just a little sketchy. And I'm just kind of like, I kind of just feel like you should stay in your own lane. (laughs) That's, uh, yeah, that's how I personally feel. But anyway, who am I? No one's going to listen to me. It doesn't matter. (laughs) So yeah, I mean, I have so much more to say about it, but I think I will stop. I, if you disagree and you have found the aura ring to be effective in tracking your cycle, 
seriously send me a message on Instagram because I would love to hear from you and see your data or like how it's worked for you. I'm very curious. I'm very, very curious. I know it's a new partnership. I know it's a new feature and it's not perfect. So I'm wondering if it's really working for people out there. Yeah. I guess that's my hot take of the day. So I think that's it for questions. I have some more, but I'm going to wrap this up because this is getting quite long. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to my morning routine and my nutrition recommendations and my thoughts on different biohacking tech. This These Q&A podcast episodes always get thousands of downloads, which is great. I think there's like something to be said about authentic content at this point. And that's kind of what I'm going into the new year with and what I've been looking at the last four, six months. I think everyone is kind of over curated feeds, curated content, very, you know, just like everything is like super perfect. I think we're actually moving back to a place of people saying, I think we're moving back to a place of photos that aren't perfectly edited or videos that aren't perfectly edited. And I'm really here for it. I'm here for people showing up more authentically as themselves because all of the podcasters and the creators that I love, that is why I love them because I'm like, this is what this person's about. This is their personality. I am so attracted to it. I love it. And that's what I am trying to do here is just be honest with you and share with you. So thank you for listening. Please tune in next week for another episode. I might do another Q&A. We'll see. I do have a couple interviews as well. Lots coming up before I head to Costa Rica in March. I'm going for three weeks. I'm super excited. And oh, I love trips like that. I also make the best content on trips like that. So I'm excited as well. And thank you for listening. And I hope you have a great week filled with healthy habits. And also message me on Instagram if you have any questions. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.